Welcome to the Rochester Rising podcast, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs in Rochester, Minnesota. Thank you for spending some time with us today to learn more about small business and the culture of entrepreneurship in Rochester. We hope that you learned something today from a local entrepreneur that can help you with your own journey. Rochester Rising is a part of Collider, a Rochester-based nonprofit that activates, connects, and empowers early-stage entrepreneurs in our community. You can learn more about Collider and how our organization can help accelerate and assist your journey at collider.mn. Today on the podcast, we chat with Brad Vegesa, owner of local comic book and game store Nerdin' Out. Let's get started. Hi, Brad. Thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, are you from the Rochester area originally? Originally, I'm actually from Faribault, Minnesota. Okay. Uh, okay. I've lived in Rochester, though, since I've been 20 years old. Okay. So yeah. It's been what, a bit. What initially brought you to the area? College. Okay. So okay. a couple of buddies and I actually decided we were going to come down here because they had sports and we decided to work and go to college and yeah. try to play sports. RCTC then? Yep, or exactly. Yeah. Um, what's kind of your background in education and work? Uh, I went for business, crazy enough, <laughs> uh, and I wanted to go for computers. So I started off with those classes and then realized probably shortly after that I was more into the sports side than I was the actual school side. Sure. What kind of sports were you into? Football. Very Football nice. was my thing at that time. So yeah. 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 Yep. Do you still play at all? Uh, everyone's on a great moon, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm getting up there in age where I have to retire. <laughs> it hurts a little bit more. I have to be careful. Yep. Yeah. Well, what would you say initially sparked your love of all things nerdy and what made you decide to turn it into a business? I, I think pop culture has been a part of my life ever since I was a kid. You know, I always had toys or cards, loved music. And I think music is part of pop culture also. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know. It just kind of came about where I thought there was a need for a website that would be able to allow you to like similar to Facebook mm-hmm. and uh, similar to eBay because neither of them were really huge, huge at the time when I was coming up with this. Um, and it actually went away from a website to having a store here in town because there mm-hmm. was really nothing like it in town. Yeah, absolutely. Um so in what year did you launch the online business and how did the in-person locations come about after that? Yeah, 2012 was when I started the online and the, along the way I had people doing the programming and everything from me from afar. Mm-hmm. So it's harder to work with somebody when they're farther away because all you can do is communicate by email or text right. and it just got to the point where kind of what I was looking for, I guess they couldn't do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they just wanted the money right away or what it was, but I kind of was left stranded with a website I couldn't do much with, and I didn't know how to do anything with it. Sure. And then the store was opened up in 2017 in town here. Okay, okay. Yeah, and at the time there was only, I believe, like two really gaming stores in mm-hmm. town, so nothing really to do with uh, toys. Sure, sure. Um, and then when did your secondary location open? So we opened that up in 2020. Okay. So okay. the pandemic hit and it kind of made a strategic hit to, is this worth it? Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I thought it was the perfect time because it was time to capitalize on the scarcity of not being able to get renters mm-hmm. and then also maybe building owners wanting to get people in there more. So just decided to go all in yeah. and see what would happen. Yeah. 
So the pandemic definitely provided an opportunity. Would you say that it also provided some significant challenges? Absolutely. Um, within the store that we had open, the challenge was not being able to be open and then obviously making sure that it was acceptable and cleanly enough for people to come in and feel safe in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it did have the opportunity because when everything was shut down, we were doing live sales. So mm-hmm. we were doing really good with those to where it was supplementing at least what we had to pay for bills still while we were shut down. Sure. And then once we opened, it, it just took us to the next level because people were still doing online shopping, even though we could be open. Mm-hmm. But since then, a lot of online shopping to other little retailers has gone down. Sure. Um, we still get support from our loyal customers, but it has gone down because we can go back out and people feel safe doing it, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's had its good and its bads. Yeah. As you're getting started with the business in general, what would you say were some of the greatest barriers or challenges you faced? Probably challenges would be just being able to get product um, because it takes money to make money. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest thing is in what we do, we're not a one-stop store. So what I mean by that is we don't carry just like cards. We don't carry Mm -hmm. just toys. We don't carry just comics. So we have to buy board games, card games, comics, toys, statues, you name it, Funkos, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all that takes money away, cleaning supplies, lights, everything like that, mm-hmm. being able to manage just everything that comes out of your own pocket. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Would you say there's anything about Rochester as a city that provides unique challenges or advantages to having your business here? Ooh, this is a loaded question. <laughs> um I mean, you know, I just saw a post today from a friend who owns a business in town also, and they were saying how challenging it really is to be in this town. Mm-hmm. Um, ABC Toy Zone going out of business. Mm-hmm. I do understand they're retiring, but they're also doing it for a reason, right? Yeah. Uh, there's another business that's it's, that's closing, and it's a big box store. Is it just Rochester they're closing? Is it everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest challenge is we've learned that you can't flood this market with too many things. Because mm-hmm. there just isn't enough going around for it. People love to have stuff in town, but we also need the people to support those things so that mm-hmm. we can keep them in this town. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, and there are so many great points hit in this post, is rent is really expensive in this town. It is. And if it doesn't pay off or if you're not super creative finding other ways to actually supplement in-store sales, you're going to fall by the wayside. It's mm-hmm. great. People are always excited. Hey, this store just opened up and it probably gets a lot of action for the first month. Mm-hmm. But then shortly after that, people stop going mm-hmm. and we do order online and we do do these things, you know, mm-hmm. and I think I'm a habit of that own creature sometimes too, because, you know, she really brought up a really good point. You'll go in there and they'll take the time, spend that time with you to fit you with a shoe or size it up or find a color. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go online and we'll find a different color or something like that just to save a couple dollars. And I think that's the biggest thing with owning a business is I try to support small businesses more Mm -hmm. because I do understand what that's like. Mm -hmm. Do I do some online shopping? Absolutely. To me, Target and Walmarts are still big box stores, so Mm -hmm. I'd rather support the little guys or Mm -hmm. I'd rather just get it. Yeah, absolutely. I think so many people in this town kind of complain that there's nothing to do and then yet when fun things come around the support isn't there for it. Exactly. And and nothing against breweries or anything, but that's what the people do. 
And um, you try to bring entertainment here and people don't realize how much it takes to have that entertainment or the employees you need to run the business. Mm -hmm. And we need to stay busy in order to have this fun stuff here for everybody. Otherwise, we're just going to keep going to the cities because the cities has plenty of population where you could make a business work, right? Mm -hmm. Down here, you've got some some towns outside of here that want it too, so they'll travel in. But we really got to do our best to support these smaller businesses and what they do so that mm-hmm. we can keep these fun things. And in return, these small businesses will support the consumers. Mm-hmm. Like when we have sales, it doesn't behoove us to have these sales other than bringing customers in mm-hmm. because we're losing our profits. Right. But we're willing to do that because we want consumers to see what we have to offer and what we bring to the table rather than these big box stores, the experience mm-hmm. we give, mm-hmm. you know, the friendliness that we have, the non-self checkouts, which I do understand some people want. But <laughs> yeah, all those things wrapped into one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there definitely are plenty of people to support all the small businesses here. It's just making that conscious. Yeah, and, and getting word out. A, a lot of people I realize still don't realize all the things that are in town because yeah, we go definitely. about our way, work and home, work and home. Mm-hmm. Honestly, again, this could always get me in a little bit of a tough, but our government in town, our council people, they need to push small business more. They need to show or showcase these businesses and what they do. Mm. Uh, It'd be really nice. I know when I was growing up that they had a small business or what they called crazy days and you would go downtown and all these small businesses were highlighted and had sales. And I've actually tried implementing that Mm. and getting other businesses on board the last couple of years to try to do fun stuff like that. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so can you explain to me kind of the scope of things that people can find in your stores? Yeah, absolutely. Again, uh, we have everything from board games you can play at home or even in our store because we do have a gaming area with about six tables that people come in. They play Magic, D&D. We welcome people that want to just come in and meet some other people to play board games rather mm-hmm. than having to be at home or not knowing people. Yeah. Um, we also have a lot of cards, Pokemon, sports, Magic the Gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. We have a statue case that houses hundreds of statues, uh, all different values, anywhere from $20 to probably almost $1,000. Mm-hmm. We have back issue comics. So ones you can't find anymore, they don't make. All the way to new comics. You can do a pull list. So you can pick the comics you want, the covers you want, everything like that. And then we do have uh, new and vintage action figures. So you can yeah. come in and you can find something that you could find in Target or Walmart, or you can find something you haven't played with since you were a kid. Yeah, very cool. How would you say that like your business has helped create community for people that maybe didn't have community before you it, existed? The one thing I really appreciate is the space we have. I, mm-hmm. I think that allows us to build that community. Not only do we have the gaming tables, like I mentioned, but we also have a seating area. So maybe grandma or grandpa or mom or dad aren't really into what you are in and that's your thing though, mm-hmm. but they can have a seat and they could just be on their phone or they can also look around if they don't want to do the shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, community wise, I think it has a lot to do with our employees. You know, we just engage with our customers. We really enjoy talking with them, seeing what they're into. Mm-hmm. You know, what have they been doing lately? Have they seen any cool movies that maybe we should check out uh one big thing is always anime mm. uh we have this customer that comes in he's he's got to be like seven years old and he's watched way more animes than i have i can ask him anything the kid is just a whiz i wish you could hire it young 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 because he is so enthusiastic about this stuff <laughs> and so fun to talk to it's great yeah that's awesome how can people get connected to like your various game nights and whatnot so 
we do post it online with our Facebook and Instagram page, but also when you walk in our front door, what you're going to see is a big chalkboard area that's going to show everything that we have happening for the month. So for instance, this Sunday, we actually have a big mega swap at our next door location, same building. It's called the battleground. And that's where we have like tactical laser tag, kids, laser tag. We have splatter ball, archery tag and dodgeball. So on Sunday, we're clearing that out of all the inflatables. Mm. And we have 20-some tables lined up as of right now where people will be selling Funkos, toys, comics, trading cards, everything that you can think of that's nerdy. You can come in for absolutely free and then just check out what they have to sell and maybe be able to pick something up that you've been looking for for a while. That's awesome. Well, what do you find most rewarding about your work? Me personally, it's the customers. And I say that a lot. Um you know, I don't, it hasn't changed, but I kind of sighed because I was thinking, is there anything else that's more reward, rewarding? And it's not. Uh, I love building relationships with my customers or our customers. Um, it, it's so great when they come in, they see you and you can have a great conversation and you actually see what they've been up to or how their family is. It doesn't just have to be about what they're buying today. It's actually about them, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, having that and then helping my employees grow just chatting with them, seeing what they're going through, seeing mm-hmm. how I can help them with what they're doing. Um, I'm always trying to get better at that myself because, hey, I've only been doing this for so long, but I try to be the best owner that I can be for them. Mm-hmm. What's a piece of advice that you would give to someone considering starting their own business? Oof. Make sure you're built for it. Um, I think the biggest thing is everybody has that dream because I think mm-hmm. it's a one of those things where you either get tired of working for what they call the man mm-hmm. or you get just to the point where you feel like you should be an entrepreneur because it's this little sexy badge. Uh, it's not. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of time there away from whether it's your friends or your family. It is a lot of distraught and effort. And you have to have the makeup because I don't think if you don't have that makeup, you're going to get burnt out and you realize really quick that all this stuff that goes against you, the bills and everything Mm -hmm. can wear you down. Um, Make sure you have that in you. I think what would be great is that there is a mentorship program somehow. Um, I don't know what that looks like because I know as a business owner, when you're taking time out of your day to teach people stuff, it's taken away from either your profits or what you need to do. Mm -hmm. So it would be really nice if the city had a program where they called it some type of business mentorship and Mm -hmm. maybe you got paid to do that. Or Mm -hmm. maybe you got some type of break, tax break or something for doing that. Um, But being able to take people in that maybe be interested or you know, even if it's students, mm-hmm. uh, we have a lot of people ask if we're willing to do that. And I always say, Hey, I love doing that. I love going to schools and, and teaching them about superheroes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the same respect, when you're trying to make it day to day, you got to prioritize what mm-hmm. that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what are some of your hobbies and interests outside of work? Oh, <sighs> I'm sure work takes up a lot of the time. But. Work takes up a ton because not only do I have that, but I run two Comic-Cons now. There's one oh, here wow. in town, yeah, and one yeah. in the cities. And even when I'm not working, I'm at home in my office, legit emailing people, you know, talking to agents, following mm-hmm. up, scheduling out. And it's 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 a ton of work for me right now, but it's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. But my hobbies are, I'd say, hanging out in my office. You know, I play video games sometimes. Uh, My family is big to me. Mm -hmm. I've really refocused on that some more. Um, And just making sure that the people I care about know that and trying to spend time with them too, whether it's friends every once in a while. But the life of a business owner, you don't have a lot of spare time. 
you really focus on what's important to you in the short and yeah, I'd love to travel more, but yeah, no, yeah. that's not my future, you know? <laughs> you know, maybe someday. You yeah. never know. That's what you bank on. You right, know, you just right. pray you're doing the right thing so that you can do that. Right. People need to start inviting you to Comic Cons like far away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> invite me. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to be on with me today. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to reach out and have me on it. I love this. And I think it's great when you all do this type of stuff, because like I said, more people knowing what it's like are on the other side of the table rather than just thinking that, you know, we just sit around and try to take people's money. Right. I, I like being able to show the other side and in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again. Yeah. Thanks so much to Brad for sharing his story. You can learn more about Nerdin' Out by clicking the link in our show notes. And thank you for tuning into the podcast today. We are so appreciative of your time spent listening and of your support of our work here at Collider. If you know an entrepreneur who would benefit from the conversation today, please share this podcast with them so that they can benefit from the experience of other business owners in the community. We launched Rochester Rising in 2016 to tell stories of entrepreneurship taking place within the city of Rochester, especially stories that otherwise would not have been told, and to take the time to understand each entrepreneur and what their experience has been like in this community. If you find value in this podcast, please consider donating and lending support to Collider's efforts to share the stories of Rochester entrepreneurs and inspire others on their journey. You can find more information about our tip jar and how to donate in our show notes. Thanks again for tuning into the Rochester Rising podcast.